It's Tuesday, June 4, 2013. The use of excessive force shown against the people who initially started this protest with the motive of protecting the environment was wrong. Mass demonstrations in Turkey sparked by environmental protest. Huge news in the weather community that this is the widest tornado now on record. Friday's Oklahoma tornado officially breaks worldwide record. Historic flooding in Central Europe. U.S. launches its first ever offshore wind farm. Plus, British Columbia is not in favor of this project uh, as it's presented. A major setback for Canada's dirty tar sands. What a shame, eh? All of that and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. It is shocking to walk around the city to see how much of this they have sneaked under the radar in the interests of the environment. The bike lobby is an all-powerful entity. Enterprise. Oh, yes, it is. Beware the power of big bike. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Dizzy Doy, and that snarky comment there was from Dorothy Rabinowitz, the head of the Wall Street Journal editorial board, complaining about the New York City bike share program now. I know. She says it begrimes the neighborhoods. Unbelievable. One other point, a quick update on a report that we had last week. Monsanto's genetically modified wheat showed up at a field in Oregon. Yes, it was growing in the wild. We have a statement now from Monsanto via RT.com. They say they have no idea how that could have possibly happened. They ended the GMO wheat program nine years ago. They have no idea how Frankenstein has gotten out of the castle. Oh, what could possibly have gone wrong? And that's on top of news today showing that Monsanto has pulled out of Europe. They are giving up on lobbying Europe to accept their genetically modified products. And on top of the news that Japan has stopped its orders of U.S. wheat because of this, Monsanto says their investigation continues, but that's where we are. This whole GMO thing is a great idea. Well, you can see why they don't want it to be labeled. What do you have for today. Well, the National Weather Service has officially upgraded Friday's tornado in El Reno, Oklahoma, to an EF5, the maximum, and said it was the widest documented tornado in world history ever. More than two and a half miles wide, with mobile Doppler radar researchers on the ground measuring wind speeds approaching 300 miles per hour, Friday's storm system killed 18 people across three states, including three professional storm researchers who were gathering data. It was the second EF5 tornado to hit Oklahoma in 11 days. Central Europe is coping with a deluge of rain and record flooding. The military has been called in to rescue residents caught in the worst flooding in 500 years in parts of the Czech Republic, Poland, Switzerland, and Austria, which received two months of rain in two days. In Germany, flooding on the Rhine River is the worst since the year 1501. Here in the U.S., remember how record drought in January caused record low levels on the Mississippi River and it shut down barge traffic? Now it's the opposite extreme. Flooding from heavy storms has again shut down barge traffic, and residents are being evacuated around St. Louis after a levee was breached on Monday. So, largest tornado in worldwide recorded history, worst flooding in 500 years, biggest hurricanes ever, but it would be irresponsible to mention that global warming or climate change had anything to do with those things, right? Well, we should point out that it's too soon right now with the data we have to know what the influence of climate change was in each of these individual extreme events. They were completely coincidental. No, 
Climate scientist Kevin Trenberth says it is irresponsible not to mention climate change in this new weather regime that we have because it has changed the background conditions. Well, then I'm just being responsible. You're welcome. Now, most people aren't aware that the massive demonstrations across Turkey began as an environmental protest sparked by excessive force used by police to crush a rally in Istanbul last week to save Gezi Park, one of the few public green spaces, from being demolished to build a shopping mall. The use of excessive force shown against the people who initially started this protest with the motive of protecting the environment was wrong, and it was unfair. So I apologize to those citizens. It's the police violence that has sparked the widespread demonstrations across the country as activists say they're concerned about rising authoritarianism and rapid urban development. But there is some good news. In Canada, efforts to expand production from the Alberta tar sands suffered a major setback last week when the government of British Columbia rejected the proposed Northern Gateway tar sands pipeline project that would ship tar sands from neighboring Alberta to B.C.'s west coast because the environmental risk, they say, is too great, says B.C. Environment Minister Terry Lake in an interview with the CBC. With all the evidence to date, uh, British Columbia is not in favor of this project uh, as it's presented. So even the Canadians are against the Canadian tar sands oil. Sounds good to me. (laughs) And finally, in Maine, the first offshore wind farm in the United States was launched off of Maine on Monday. It's the floating wind turbine design on a floating offshore platform. Quite ingenious. Oh, both Donald Trump and the Kennedys are going to be mad. Ah, who cares? For more on all of those stories and more, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us and like us on the Facebook and follow us 24-7 on the Twitters at Green News Report. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyne. And this has been your Green News Report. Yes, some mighty winds are blowing across the land and across the sea. Yes, it's blowing peace and freedom. It's blowing you and me.